I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Welcome to the Expletive Show. I'm your host, Techno Viking. <laughs> and this is a show where anything goes. Especially your feelings. out there learning here so today as you saw on my uh if you if you're keeping up with my facebook and twitter which i don't think anybody is but they're not keeping up with my podcast either so i'm trying to get the word out and uh we'll see how far that goes i surprisingly have more people uh listening to this than i anticipated so that's cool all right so welcome back today is uh, Thursday, actually, the 18th of February. This is episode 10, and what I was putting out today was I want to talk about the Declaration of Independence, and here's why. So uh, we've heard all these arguments lately of uh, this is constitutional, that's not constitutional, this is constitutional, that's not constitutional. Well, you can do this, you can't do that. And I decided it's time for me to pull out my U.S. Constitution pocket guide and go through some of this. And so last night I was uh, going through, and last night and the night before, I was going through this and I've realized that there is a lot of things about the Declaration of Independence that I didn't realize. We're not really taught in school, right? So let me let me read parts of this and, and, and then I'll comment as, as we go. But... So it begins, right? Uh, Declaration of Independence in Congress, July 4, 1776. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. Unanimous. All right, cool. And then we know the beginning. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for the people to dissolve the political bands which connected them to one with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's god entitle them a decent respect uh, to our to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the cause which impel them to the separation so let, let's go through this real quick starting out they're saying look we have hit that point where we need to end our relationship with Great Britain, right? And we need to apply the laws of nature and of nature's God. So, therefore, um, if you don't know the laws of nature, I I highly recommend that you look into them. It was uh, one of the things I learned in my master's degree, and it's basically... uh, a rough summary is is we give up some of our rights as human beings in trade for security and some other things that government can provide right and but other than that it should be natural law so the law of the land basically um, how God intended it treat people like you want to be treated and all that fun stuff right so look up law of nature go look into that right i i think you're going to understand why that's important once once you look more into that but i'm not gonna spend all my time on that but i i found that uh pretty fascinating myself uh when i was working through my uh master's degree we spent a lot of time discussing different types of uh politics and uh, this degree was, it really was arranged towards uh, foreign policy, right? Understanding how we work with other, uh, other countries 
and the way they manage their government policies versus our policies, yada, yada. Boring stuff, I know. All right, but then right here they go, they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. So, wait a minute. They didn't just say, hey, we're declaring independence. They're saying, hey, <laughs> we're declaring independence, and here's the laundry list of why. Didn't realize that. I don't know about you, but I didn't realize that. So they'll go into that a little bit later. But it, it's really just opened my eyes that, wow. Okay, so it wasn't just, fuck you, Britain. Um, we do what we want. It was, here's a list of reasons that you have been holding us down or doing bad things to us. And because of all this, we're we're done. We're we're gonna do our our thing, and we don't need you anymore, right? But they actually list the reasons for separation. So this isn't a a uh, spur of the moment on a whim kind of deal. Now, the other reason I I mentioned that is because um, depending on who you're getting your information from out there. There's a lot of different sources, and I'm trying to sort them out myself, so I know that it's confusing. One thing that has become more and more evident over the past couple months is that the media is bullshit. They say whatever the fuck they want to say that goes along with whatever narrative of whoever's in charge of them. Okay, well, I've known that for years now because I've been deployed... And I've read stories about my deployment that were nowhere near anywhere true. And uh, yet nobody back home was arguing it. So uh, really I fell out of love with the news and the media uh, as far back as uh, 2010. Right? So since then, I, me and my family don't really watch news. And there's a reason. It's because... Things I personally experienced were not reported correctly. And I lost all trust for those people on the camera. Right? But, here's where I'm going with this. Right? I've, I've got a point to this. It's just sometimes I talk in circles. Alright, so. Um, some, some of the folks out there are really pissed off. Uh, and I understand. I'm really pissed off. I'm, I'm fed up. I've had it. I get it, <coughs> but um, Trump, every time he speaks, he he's big on obey the law, do the lawful thing, let them hear your voice, you can do peaceful protests, stuff like that, and that's really frustrating for us who are very impatient right now. We have had enough, we're fed up, we're sick of it. And you want us to still be the better people, right? That was a problem for me when, when I was deployed as well, was I got to be the better person. These guys don't follow any rules, and I have to follow rules. Well, that's not fair. No, it's not fair. And no fight in life is fair. And by fight, I mean anything that causes controversy between two people. So it could be as simple as a debate. That's a fight. A fight of words, a joust. Um, war, that's a fight. Boxers, that's a fight. So, let's not get into semantics of what, what does this dumbass mean by fight? Every fight in life, you gotta have rules. And they're never fair. The side who fights according to the rules always has a harder time following, uh, or winning... <laughs> the fight because they are obeying the rules. They are the better person. God put us here to be the better people. So a just war um, is really meaning that we have put everything else in front of the war to try and fix the situation. And it's finally we've been pushed to this. It's the very last course but it benefits more people than it harms right so rewind back a little bit so there's a lot of people pissed off who really just want to 
there's there's talk here and there about uh, oh, the next revolution and the next civil war and the next this and World War Three and all this kind of stuff. And Trump is is amazing because he's he's the guy who has dealt with uh, most of this bullshit personally on him and his family and then uh he's the one telling us be patient do the right thing let's let's change this the right way so here's how i'm linking it to uh this whole declaration of independence so there it didn't it wasn't the first thing that america went to we didn't say okay so uh, the king of great britain taxed us too much and didn't even let us know he was going to tax us that much and sent uh armies here to collect a tax whether we like it or not and whatever we're, we're going to war no it was much more than that and you'll see when i get into my reasoning that there is <coughs> a lot of reasons why we declared independence. All right, so bear with me. So this next session, uh, again, a section that we we hear often. Um, we remember it from school. Well, maybe kids today don't remember it from school, but um, most of us remember this part from school. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and they are endowed by their creator with a certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness i'll repeat that life liberty and the pursuit of happiness those are the god-given unalienable rights they can't be taken you well they can but they shouldn't be taken we should have those guaranteed to us. Uh, again, look up Law of Nature and, and you'll see where that comes in, right? All right, that's to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. So they're in charge of us because we say they could be in charge of us. We, we gave them power to represent us, right? Whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. Now, again, let, wait till we get to the laundry list of reasons why America declared independence, right? Um... So it's, it's, again, it's saying when the government uh, is no longer working for the people that put them in place of power, then it is the people's right to change it or abolish it, right? I also want to stress the change it. To alter or abolish it is the exact quote to alter, to change, or to abolish, to get rid of it, and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its power in such form as to them shall seem, <coughs> shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness, right? So, they're talking about that the fact that the changes are being made to protect the safety and happiness of the people governed the safety and happiness of the people governed right very important safety and happiness it's not just do whatever the fuck you want right so anyways let, let's continue because it's going to take me a little bit to get to the reasons and there's a lot of reasons why we declared independence and I don't want to go too far over time because I'm happy people are listening. All right. So, it's saying that you the changes made, whether it's to alter or abolish it, need to be made to gain the safety and happiness of the people. 
right? So the changes made need to the equation. There's an equation here. You can't just overthrow something, right? You can't just go in there and say, you suck, no longer part of my government, fuck you. And everything goes fine and dandy, right? You have to have things in place. There has to be uh, policies and changes and laws and, and people ready to uh, represent those people right there has to be something there to provide that safety to provide uh the ability for the pursuit of happiness right nothing in here guarantees happiness but it guarantees the pursuit of happiness and you can't just boom overnight nuke an entire government system and start from scratch and not have any plan not have any work to it right so it's important for the people who are who are so angry to understand that that to to just uh to just jettison your gear is not an option because you need that gear right um we haven't hit that point of life or death where we have to jet decide whether uh is that equipment going to help us survive or is that equipment going to kill us on this fall right so we haven't hit that point where the equipment's going to kill us we need to hold on to the tools that we have like i was saying the last podcast we need to look at the tools we have and we need to change make the changes that need to happen in order to set right all these wrongs all right uh, safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that government long established should not be changed for light of transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath sown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. So, another important note in this Declaration of Independence. It's, it's saying... We're not taking this lightly. This is not this is not a, a first uh, number one on the list of things to do. This is a we can't we can't survive anymore if we allow this to continue, right? This is the last. It's the last straw. It's the line. It's only option is to declare independence and to start our own governing. Now, keep in mind that back back then, they they had, um, and you'll see this in the complaints. They they had their governors, and then the king had his governors, and the king slowly started um, overriding all of the local government in charge, and letting his governors do whatever, right? So, even when they declared independence they had a form of government they had something to take its place already in place right so this this is the very last last line that they crossed that you know if we do this wrong people are going to suffer even more than if we keep this bad government right so you you have to keep that in in your mind when you're thinking about uh methods of fixing uh what's going on in this country uh is a civil war really worth that many people dying right is that going to help anything or do we still have tools that we could change this i believe we still have ways that we can change this for the good all right uh so it's the very last call um, I lost my place. Uh, but when a long train of abuses and usurp usurpations, that's a hard word, usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute depotism, 
it is their right, it is their duty to overthrow, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. So what this is also saying is that uh, there, this isn't a, again, there, there's a laundry list of these complaints that have happened over the years. It's, it's the very last straw. Um, this isn't a, oh, hey, we were mad at one or two things. This is, this is a, uh, the world is falling apart. This, this guy is really messing up and we can't, the only thing we can do is rebel. We, we can have a revolution, right? So at that point, that point is when it's your right and your obligation as we the people to abolish that system of government and to provide new guards for their future security. So there goes again with the there has to be something in place, right? If you get rid of, uh, it reminds me of, uh, I can't remember the name, but uh, the, the race car movie with Will Ferrell and the little kids running around going, anarchy, anarchy. And they go, what are you doing? And they go, I don't know what it means, but it's fun, right? You, you can't destroy all the safety nets of laws and rules and things that we have going on um, and keep the safety for the masses, right? There has to be something in place. Uh, soldiers, police officers, firefighters, uh, local governments, local governors um, to take that ball and keep on going, right? Something has to, to catch this before it hits the ground. Um, otherwise, it will cause more damage than it would have just to keep the oppressive government that we had, okay? So, bada-bing, bada-bong. Uh, such has been patient, such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies. We have been dealing with this for a long time, is what they said. And such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former system of government. So, they, they don't have any choice. At this point, America doesn't have any choice. It's it's got to have a revolution or pretty much the end of the world. I mean, it, there's no in-between. No black and white, or no gray. There's only black and white. All right, the history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having indirect object of the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let the facts be submitted to a candid world. Right? Okay, so here's their laundry list. And I'm going to touch on some of these and some I'm going to keep going. Some I think are really relevant to what's going on today. So let's let's do these one at a time. Okay, so and keep in mind, this is the King of Great Britain. He has refused his assent to law, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. So there are laws that need to be there for the public good. They're necessary. They, they have to be there. And he is refusing to put those in place. It, it's not just a... Uh, we'll get to it. It's a, yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm not making that a law, right? He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspending their operation till his assent should be obtained. And then, when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to, to attend them. So... Now, he's not even showing up. He, he's making them say, well, you can't pass any of these laws without me being there to say yes. 
and they scheduled this. They, they scheduled this meeting for the king to come up so that they could present the laws that have to, they have to get these laws. They, they need these laws passed now or yesterday, right? And he doesn't show up to the meeting. So they can't even present them to him like he's asking them. They're, the method that he gave uh, the, the colonies to submit these new laws that are necessity for life and he's not even going through that process so uh, he's he's not just tying their hands he's cutting their fucking hands off right there is there's no way to get these things done and they're trying to do it the right way they're trying to do it even even though it's a pain in the ass the way he's had it they were doing everything to try and get these laws passed in the way that was uh, dictated to them that they had to follow to get there, and then he wouldn't even show up to the meeting. All right, next, he has refused to pass other laws for the accommodations of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. So, he's saying, well, some of these other laws in these larger city-type populations, uh, I'll go ahead and give you these laws, but you got to give up your right to uh, representation. So, He's basically taking away their ability to to uh, request new new laws to to be able to see what's going on in that neighborhood and say, hey, look, we we need to do this as well. We don't we don't have any representation now. Uh, he's just going to do whatever the fuck he wants. We got one law, and he's going to uh, make up a whole lot of other things, and we have no right to fight back because now we don't have representation in the legislature to argue those right so is it worth selling your soul for one law is it going to help the population of a major city if they make it uh, illegal to speed and then he goes ahead and does whatever he wants with everything else taxes and and fake uh, fake trials and all that fun stuff. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their republic, of their public records, for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. All right. So now the king is taking these representatives that are, are trying to get things settled for their constituents and he's making them travel far and wide to a place where nobody is on their side and then he's just pressuring them to do his will right i don't like what you have to say i'm going to make you uncomfortable until you submit and say i'm right which god knows i would love to do that sometimes to some people uh, but that's, that's just, that's, it's, uh, it's torture is what it is. It's, it's basically, uh, having someone come in, um, tired, hungry, lonely, and, uh, pushing their buttons and wearing them out until they do whatever. They, they go back empty handed basically. And there's no, there's no public to back these guys up. So now they have, they're representing a bunch of people but there's no one there to uh, to I guess confirm what he's doing there's no one there to keep him on point there's no one there to to keep him uh, goal-oriented we need this and no other thing period until we get tortured and exhausted to death until we're just like whatever I, I give up uh, Whatever you're saying works, and I'm going home. Can I please go home? Uh, he's also, he has dissolved representative houses repeatedly. 
So he's done this a lot. It's not just, hey, he did this once. He dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of people. So now we get into the, well, uh, an entire house of representatives said, no, you can't do that. The people, uh, the, the, that's the rights of the people there that you're treading on. And he makes that whole thing disappear. Now, one thing I want to say here that that came to my mind when I was reading this was, uh, let's see, he has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on rights of people. So we can we can look at it almost uh, as relative to uh, disbanding the police departments, right? I'm disbanding the police departments because they are getting in the way of me causing all kinds of ruckus and, and distraction over here on stuff. And, oh, by the way, it's uh, also burning down towns and businesses and killing people, all right? So that's that's the kind of thing that you got to think of when you're thinking of these these uh, list of of offenses that this king has done. It's not just oh hey well uh, he did this once or he got rid of of someone who didn't agree with him. This is I disbanded an entire house of representatives because. They told me to stop doing something, but I wanted to do it anyways. I'm in charge. The other thing I'll point out is what what was that one uh, day where where uh, Mr. Joe, No Go Joe, was signing executive orders, and someone asked him about something, and he goes, "You can't tell me what to do. No one can tell me what to do." That is dangerous. Right there is is that's. Urgh, makes me so pissed off. That right there is the I do what I want because I want to, right? And we all know that someone's telling him to do this. Obama. Obama. Did I say that? Obama. But he's up there going, I don't care. I'll do what I want. I'll sign whatever EO's executive orders I want to sign. I, if I don't like Trump's policies, I'll just sign an EO and cancel that out. And I don't care if people lose their jobs. It's not my problem. I do what I want. Not taking into consideration uh, the rights of the people. We have rights, and you're there because we have put you there. Not me. I voted the other guy. But we have put you in a position of power to provide us with the things we need you're not there for you Joe you ain't there for you this whole I do what I want no <laughs> and you'll see you'll you'll feel the pain later on in life all right uh, he has refused for a long time after such disillusion so after he he took these houses and and got rid of them to cause others to be elected. So new new legislatures and new representatives had to be uh, elected because the other ones were, were gone. They were banished. The legislative powers, incapable of an annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasions from without. Um, and convulsions within so when back to what we were starting to talk about in the beginning you have to have something in place before you destroy this whatever tyranny in order to provide that safety and right to pursue happiness security government is there to provide security from other nations from interstates they're there for security i don't know if you know this but that is the role of government 
is security. We can take care of the rest. I can go earn a living and uh, go hunting if I need to get food and, and forage and whatever. Your job is to make sure that China stays out. I want you to make sure Mexico stays out. I want you to make sure that Canada stays out, although Canada is full of nice people with very good uh, mannerisms. That's the government's job, is to keep the other nations away. Right? So he not only is dissolving the local representative's house um, for opposing him, but he's not putting anything in place. So now anarchy and lawlessness are the story of that town. So think of it this way. We get rid of the cops, but we don't put anything in there to take its place. Antifa runs amok. They just start taking over houses that aren't theirs. They start burning businesses that aren't theirs. They start stealing things that's not theirs. And nobody is there to provide security. Sound familiar now? They start dissolving things without putting things in place and then leave that area in harm's way against threats internal and external. So, that one sounds a little too close to home for me. Although I'm not anywhere near Portland, but I, I feel for those people in Portland. That's That's got to be god-awful. Uh, so, he has endeavored to prevent the population of these states. For that purpose, obstructing the laws for naturaliza naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others uh, to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions to new appropriate appropriation of lands. So, here's another one that's scary close to home. He's allowing a whole lot of illegals to come on in and move into this area, and resources are, are not matching the mass population that's, that's coming out of nowhere. He's letting people in illegally without having to be citizens and there aren't enough land resources there aren't enough jobs there aren't enough food to provide for this amount of population growth right boom think of mexican border allowing a whole lot of people in <coughs> without taking care of the resources you're depleting these areas. You're causing shortages. You're causing job uh, unemployment, I guess you want to call it. You're, you're causing all of this shit because you're adding all these people at, in a short amount of time. It, it doesn't add up. There's not enough to go around. That's why they we have these immigration laws. It, one, it slows it down, but two, you, you also got to make sure that they know a little bit about the culture and everything that's going on before they come here. It's not a matter of we hate immigrants. It's a matter of you can't just open the border and let anyone across. Not just for security reasons, but for resources. You know, you're going to end up, you think trailer trash is bad. You're going to end up with way worse than trailer trash in states because the states are going to be overrun with, with too many people. Cities and towns are going to be overrun with people. And then it's just going to be a big garbage heap. Right? At best. Everybody who's worth a damn is going to move the hell out of there. Because it's not worth living in anymore. Sorry. I'll get off my soapbox. Alright. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. Um, next, he has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount of payment for their salaries. So, judges have to basically give the sentence that he decides the sentence should be. Also, they only get paid 
what he tells them they get paid. And they're only in positions if he says that they can go to that position. So imagine going to a workplace and knowing that uh, you can't work your way up. There, you, you can't. There, there's nowhere to go unless you're buddy-buddy with the CEO of the corporation. And if he favors you, then he can put you in better better job. Also, what comes with that is you can be a shithead and not know your job whatsoever, but you're a great friend of the king of Great Britain. <clears throat> and he's going to put you in there whether you know what the fuck you're doing or not. And you're probably going to make more than the other person. So anybody who hates the big brother system, that's that's what I think of when I think of this. Is the the I know someone who knows someone who got me this job. I hated officers that I knew in the army who were in their position because they knew a colonel or a general somewhere and they got them a waiver through to come on over and do this whatever position they wanted to make their career better look better so they could get promoted better oh I hate that I know you do too I know that nobody likes that system all right he has enacted a multitude of new offices and sent higher swarms of his officers to harass our people and eat out and eat out their substance. So he, he creates all these new offices, all these new government positions, and he lets them free on the population to harass the people. They, they do whatever the fuck they want. They make whatever laws they want. <coughs> COVID. Right? We got new health inspectors who now they're in power because if that health health person comes in there and, and whatever they don't like you in COVID, uh, you're closed. Shut down. You're out of business. So creating all kinds of jobs to give people power that they don't have or deserve or need and they go out and do whatever the fuck they want to fuck with people because they think it's funny. So that one's a little close to home too. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without consent of our legislatures. I'll say that one again. That one's close to home. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures national guard in dc that's what i think about right now he has affected to render the military independent and independent of and superior to civil power so now he he hasn't just placed armies there in a time of peace uh, without asking anyone's permission, but now he's also told them that their law <coughs> outweighs uh, common citizen law. So now you're opening up the door where uh, these soldiers can do whatever the fuck they want, and they're not going to be held accountable, right? All right. He has combined with others to subject us to jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. So he's letting foreigners, China, come into these areas and just start setting up their own ways of government. And he's allowing this to happen another another good one is the uh, Sharia law right you're you're allowing a location to have whatever the fuck laws they want that don't have anything to do with the Constitution it's un-American it's it shouldn't be here it's foreign Sharia law yes I hate Sharia law all right uh, he's combined with others, uh, got that one, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, uh, for protecting them 
by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of the state. So he's forcing these people to give house and food to these armies, uh, to these troops. And believe me, believe you me, I love our troops. I love our security, our military, our navy. But goddamn, I don't want them sharing my house. <laughs> if you've ever been in the military at all, you, you'd realize I don't want those fuckers in my house. And it's because uh, it's not their house. They're going, they're going to ruin it, and you're going to run out of food real fast. There is no keeping that fridge full. And now he's also, uh, they have mock trials. So again, with, with the combination of them having their own laws that outweigh citizen laws, now if, if one does break the law, they have this pretend trial so that we could say, oh, look, we, we punished him. He went to the court and they found him innocent. Oh, hey, it's cool because we told the Supreme Court um, to go ahead and check into that election fraud. And they said they said it was fine, right? They, they, they said it's good or it, it was pushed off because of no standing. That is a mock trial. We're not even getting a mock trial. We're not getting any trials. Uh, cutting off our trade with all parts of the world uh, for imposing taxes on us without our consent. So that's where you get the uh, whole taxation without representation. Right? And watch our taxes now that Biden's in charge. That's going to happen. I already pay enough of that shit. But it's going up. Hope you're ready for it. It's going up to what? 38%. How do you like that? The government makes almost half my money. For imposing taxes on us without consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefit of trial by jury. So, what about all these people out there who are uh, being censored, being fired, losing their jobs? That's, that's punishment without trial. They're, they're guilty because the news said they were. They're guilty because Facebook said they were. There's no trial. There's nobody out there to go, look, that's not what happened. All the lib libtards out there are like, nope, nope, didn't happen. That's not, that was a lie. And then that person's persecuted. There's a goddamn weatherman who got kicked off the news because he mispronounced a location and someone thought it was a racial slur no investigation no look into it no hey give the guy a chance to say hey, look I was trying to pronounce this location and you heard wrong it happens but there's no trial he's just fired people are taking it upon themselves now to punish people without any of it being fair with it all based off hearsay or because they want to make an example right so <laughs> for transporting us beyond the seas to be tried for pretended offenses so he's also taking people and shipping them across the oceans to put basically put them in jail for no reason right um does that say china much no i know we're not to that point yet but if we don't take charge we could easily become to that point abolishing the free system of english laws in neighboring foreign or uh, neighboring province establishing therein arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so that it rendered it, it at once an example to fit instrument for introduction of the absolute rule into these colonies in other words, think Sharia law again. They're putting in place in this in this neighborhood there's Sharia law, and it's okay because the governor said it's okay to be in this neighborhood. Oh, hey, they bought some more houses. Okay, so in this uh, two or three neighborhoods, that's okay because they're all agreed to it and whatever. Oh, now they own the whole town. Oh, now they own the county. Now, now they own the state. And now none of the American rules apply there because it's all Sharia law, right?
think about that for a while. Sit on that and smoke it. All right, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our government. So he's basically doing whatever the fuck he wants, and guess what? <laughs> you're a governor, but uh, you're not my governor, so fuck you. Um, people of importance who were elected there to represent the people are being ignored. They're, they're not even being acknowledged as having the power to represent people. Uh, suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for all of us in all cases whatsoever. So he's also uh, putting in people who will say, you know what, your laws are no good. Uh, I have my opinion on what laws should be, and uh, I'm going to uh, put my laws in, in, in play for, for now. Uh, he's abdicated government here by declaring us part of his protection and waging war against us. Declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. So, as punishment, he's waging war against the people he's supposed to be securing. And it's okay because he's in charge anyways, right? He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burned our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Antifa, right there again. They're, they're destroying our own locations. Destroying lives of the people. Destroying the towns, destroying the businesses. And he allowed it. Which... Portland and Antifa. They're allowing that shit to happen. Uh, he is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete uh, the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely par paralleled in the most barbarous, bar barbarous ages and totally unworthy of the head of the civilized nation. So he's, again, he's sending his troops in to punish these people, to kill these people, to torture these people, um, with, with just because they don't agree with him or they're upset about something, right? They're trying to get some rule changed, and he's saying, yep, no, I don't like that one, kill that guy. So it, he's trying to shut everyone up who disagrees with him um, by extreme forms. Uh, he's constrained our fellow citizens to take captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country to become the executioner of their friends and brethren or to fall themselves by their hands. So he's forcing people to come back to Great Britain to be in his armies to go kill family, his own family members and, and brothers and, and friends and neighbors. So, I can't even imagine that. That's, that's even worse than a civil war where it's brother versus brother. This is a, we're going to force you to come over here, be in our army, and go kill people you know. Or, or torture people you know. To show everyone why they shouldn't disagree with me. There, there's still so many more, but I'm going to, I'm going to end it there, and simply because that that will leave us more to go into in the next couple shows. I mean, I've still got a page and a half of what this king did. Um, well, I guess I don't have that much, uh, but that that's really. Uh, that's all I really need to show you that this this uh, revolutionary war was not an easy decision. There was a lot of suffering that happened to push us to that point that we needed to rebel, that we needed to start a new government, right? But there were also things that were put into place to take up those certain roles that we were getting rid of someone else doing, right? 
So we got to make sure that any anything, uh, if there's any rebellion or civil war at all, it has to be the last resort. It can't be because I'm pissed off right now because they lied. I get it. I'm pissed off too. But learn our history. Look through our history. There are lots of lessons to gain from this. And I'm going to finish out with the tools that we have are the most important tools to fix things before they get to the point that they get any worse. All right? So, uh, primarying every fucker who's not doing their job, <coughs> voting people in who are going to represent us, knowing who our representatives are, talking to the Republican Party for why the fuck are you going to even let this guy in the Republican Party? He's not a Republican, right? Checking the history. What is this person represented? Do I know this person? What, I, I, one, one side story that has to do with this. I went to school with a guy who ended up being a representative for one of the states where I grew up. This guy, this guy, I was finishing up the Q course trying to be special forces. And this guy posted on his election website all of the shit he did in the Army National Guard. He was a lawyer in the National Guard, right? A lawyer. I led this many trolls with special forces. No, you fucking didn't. And I called him out on it. I, I even did it privately. I wasn't even to the point of pissed off where I would call him out on his page and I messaged him I said hey which team were you with because uh, that's where I'm going and I want to know uh, which SF team you were leading on these patrols and he took that part off his website right so I could tell you from knowing the guy that he's full of shit however if we know this about people, we need to inform other people, right? Maybe I should have made the comment public on his website, on his Facebook page, on his uh, candidate page. Maybe I should have, maybe I shouldn't have. But the fact is, I went to school with the guy. I knew the guy, and I read his words of what he's done. And <laughs> there is no fucking way he did any of that. He was a lawyer in the National Guard. Yes, National Guard deploys. Yes, they go to war zones. No, you're not going to find a lawyer in the front leading a patrol. You're just not. That's not what they're there for. They're not in Afghanistan or Iraq to lead a patrol. The best I could figure is perhaps they were convoying from one base to another because he had to go somewhere to fly out of country and he just happened to be the highest ranking in his car or in his vehicle <laughs> that's what he called leading that patrol I don't know but it doesn't add up it it doesn't and I'm, I'm getting off on a, on a SF non-SF tangent here but Ultimately, we have to take responsibility and we have to start picking people and being picky with people. Yes, I can look at somebody and say, that's an asshole. Yes, I can look at somebody and say, I don't want you to fucking lead me. I don't want you to represent me. It's okay. I don't care what color they are. I don't care what sex they are. I don't care what they identify as. If, if you're not admitting to simple facts like yes I have a penis I'm a boy I don't want you representing me because you're fucked in the head plain and simple there's man and there's woman right and this is just one example if if you're over there and I know for a fact you hate you just despise this whole pipeline thing to get oil I don't want you representing me because I don't despise it. I would rather uh, get oil here because it's cleaner and it's monitored better 
then have to pay the terrorists overseas for their oil. So, I'll leave you with that. I hope we find some more tools that we have along the way. And I hope you join me for the next one when we'll finish up some of this... Uh, uh, some of this Declaration of Independence, but then we're going to start into the Constitution of the United States. So stay frosty, stay American, stay hopeful, and uh, we'll get this fixed. All, all those patriots, we're here for a reason. I love y'all. Have a good one.